Hi, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Whenever you're listening to this, um, I guess this is like a podcast diary. So I don't know. Maybe I call it Jake, uh, pot potluck with Jacob or something. Anyways, today's my off day, so I'm recording this. I don't know. I don't want to film a video and upload on YouTube. It's so. I don't know. I always feel very uncomfortable on the cat on camera. So I don't know. Every time I talk to myself, I have a fucking accent, and it's not Singaporean, and I'm very mad about that. And and people don't believe me when I say that I talk to myself in an other accent. Yeah, it's kind of fucking weird. Anyways, um, today. I am very angry. I am craving fried chicken. Yes, fried chicken. And you know, I do not like McDonald's nor KFC fried chicken because the fried chicken here sucks in Singapore. KFC, McDonald's, the worst fried chicken you can ever imagine. I don't know something about their fried chicken just like did not hit. It did not hit. Um. I even tried KFC in 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 Bangkok, and it sucks. Um, it fucking sucks. It's like KFC here, almost the same. Um, like the fried chicken is not fried chickening. You know, it does not satisfy the craving of the fried chicken. And you know what? I was like deliberating whether I should go out and get me some uh like a one or two piece of fried chicken. And you know what I found? The my favorite store, uh, one of my favorite fried chicken food places, um, it's apparently permanently closed. On Google, it says because I was finding like my Grab food, my Food Panda. I was like, uh, where's my fried chicken? What's the fried chicken name? And you know what? It's a Thai, Hat Yai fried chicken, uh, called Shuang Bao. Thai street food, hot yai fried chicken, or as the as the Teochew and Hokkien people say, hap tai, hap tai. Okay, I don't know why how hot yai become hap tai in 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 this like, uh, Chinese vernacular, whatever we call it, Chinese languages, um, not dialects. I know my linguistics. It's not called dialects. Stop calling Hokkien, Teochew, Cantonese, Hakka, dialects. I am so sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Like you don't, you can't, you can't, you can't communicate Cantonese to to Hokkien at all or Mandarin. It's not dialects. It's not dialects of 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 Mandarin. It's not. Ugh, ugh. It's Chinese language. It's just one of those things. Ugh, fucking hate this shit. Anyways, sorry. I'm just being annoying. Maybe it, it felt good. Maybe. Uh, I I know I I'm letting this out. It felt good for me. Um, yeah, haven't I've just been doing um, vacuuming. Um, I did exercise. Haven't done my Duolingo though. Um, yeah, I I still I still do I still dabble into my Duolingo Spanish um, thing. But doesn't mean I I I'm gonna remember all the vocabularies that I learned, and then my grammar's kind of like shit now. Even though I took 
four levels of Spanish in in university, and and it's like a, they say it's like a B one B one, B one level, um of Spanish. So it's like an intermediate level of Castellano Spanish. Yes, I mean I can read good, but like listening, and producing. Um, Spanish, it's in itself, it's kind of like shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, but 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 like sometimes, my my brain just like somehow got the Spanish bug, and I could I could suddenly produce Spanish fluently. I can like suddenly grab on 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 words in the air. And and produce it in my head, and I have no one to speak to. Annoying, yes. Okay, I think I am gonna introduce my background. Yes, I took four years of linguistics. I did um uh what do you call it? Graduate. Yes, the word is graduate. Jacob, why can't you remember? Anyways, yeah, I graduated from linguistics. Like uh, when now it's October twenty twenty three. I graduated in is it July? Like the end of July. Sorry, there. There's airplane flying. If you can hear it, I don't know. I'm just recording it on my phone. I don't have a professional podcast mic because I am what poor. Yes. And now it's kind of distracting me from my th- my train of thought. And let's take a pause. And we're kind of back from the plane flying. Yes, I have breakfast right in front front of me, and it's like uh, I have a, a cup, a mug, a mug of soy milk, cold soy milk, iced cold soy milk, and then I have a little half bowl of. Later, um, I don't know how to uh, translate this. I think you can call it tanda tree, tanda tree. They call it tanda tree. It's a tea tea soup kind of thing from Hakka people, originated by the Hakka people. Yes, and I have two slices of bread in front of me uh, for my breakfast. And yeah, I cannot remember what I was gonna say. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I just remember. Yeah, my background, right? Sorry, it's all over the place. My brain is like all over the place. Um, yeah, linguistics for four years, and whilst waiting for my graduation ceremony in July, I actually finished like I think in March or something. My my fi- my my thesis, as they call it, the honest thesis, whatever you call that. Um, in March, I think. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, and I um, up- enrolled, enrolled into like a, a a barber course to pursue my barber dreams, my barber dreams of cotton hair. Yes, that's right. But, like a week into the barber course. My no, act yes. Mm, wait, is it a week into my barber class or something? Uh, 
my right eye decided to be a pain in the ass. Literal pain. Literal fucking pain. You know what? My cornea just happened to like um, scratch or like, I don't know, scratch or like break. I don't know how it slip, slide, slit, slit, scratch or slit. One of the above. Not really sure. Um, Because I wake up with intense pain. I guess it's another case of my eye uh, being so dry at night. And when I wake up in the morning, my cornea stuck onto my eyelid. And when I open my eyes in the morning, and it just like rip apart, ripped it rip my fucking cornea and it hurts like fucking hell uh yeah i i i experienced this before but not in my right eye it's i experienced this on my left eye normally for since since 2018 yeah ever since i finished my my internship at singapore expo immediately just like my left eye just like fucking ripped to shreds uh, and it's been like this since then so I have an on and off um, cornea ripping but I didn't feel like my my eyes were dry at all for it to rip and it's called what cornea recurrent corneal corneal erosion as they say professionally but this time my right eye was a bit different not just the pain in itself but there there was a white spot on on my is it my pupil i don't know the black the black part right it's called pupil right i don't know bug i hate eye terms at this point it's just annoying i'm just sad and then yeah, I paid like two thousand eight hundred for um, that that barber cost, and then I had to pause it, and then I have to restart it again. Like I was like getting the hang of like cutting hair with the the clippers and the trimmers, and now it's gone to shit. The progress has gone to zero again. Um, I have to pause it for like a month. I've been like in and out the hospital like every day. I have to go to the hospital almost every day to get my eyes checked. And the the worst thing is, uh, the the first time I went to the A and E, and then I I got into the 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 the, the up up the ophthalmology department, whatever. Fuck that fucking name. So confusing. Um, uh, they they did a uh, a test, so they scratched my cornea. I mean, they did put numbing eye drops before that. They used like this tiny ne- needle, and then they scratched my cornea, uh, the white the white spot in particular, uh, six times, six different needles, uh, to test for whether there's like a uh, fungus or is it a bacterial infection. But apparently it's not. Maybe fuck the birds. Fuck. Okay. Um yeah, and you know what? It came out negative. So I got scratched 
on the eye six times with a needle for fucking what? For nothing, nothing at all. And and the aftermath hurts even bad, worse I think. Cause like after the numbing wear off, the numbing eye drops wore off. It is I think it it did made made my eyes worse. For better or worse, I don't know. It's just speculation. We, I, there's no control experiment. There's no control at all. Um, and every day, I, and and oh yeah, they they prescribe me this medicate eye drop, two two different eye drop medication. Um, very intense. Apparently, it makes your eyes super dry. Dry as fuck. And 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 when it's dry. The, the medication hurts when when you when you when you drop the eye drop medication into the eye it it hurts real bad it's like stinging it's like imagine imagine okay maybe you fall you fall on the ice skating rink before and then it hurt your knees right so there's a scratch on your knees but imagine your knees is your eyeballs and it hurts that kind of pain is like the icy, stingy, stingy pain. And oh yeah, and that on top of it, the medication has to be applied um, every hour for 24 hours. No, I guess like three days of 24 hours. So that makes it like, is it 72? No, 36. Sorry, 72 is like, I don't know. Yeah, 36 hours or something. I don't know. I just like gone to a hospital like every every two days or something. Sometimes like three days. Uh, depends really to check on my eye. And yeah, and and the thing is, the the medication has to be refrigerated because there's no preservative. So I was homebound. I couldn't go out. I couldn't miss my. Eye drops, so I really didn't have enough sleep. I even put my eye drops like since it's every hour, and and you have to wait for, cause there's two medications, right? You have to wait for like five to fifteen minutes. I cannot remember to 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 apply the next eye drop because you don't want them to mix together. You want the first one to fully absorb and stuff. Yeah, or you and and so when you fully absorb it, so the next eye drop won't like drop out of your eye. I don't know, tear, tear up. Tear, how do you how do you say it? Tear out from your eye, like, cause there's not enough space to accommodate to the next to accommodate the next eye drop. Something like that. I don't know the mechanics of it, but yeah, that's that's about it. And I didn't have enough sleep. I slept like. I try to sleep. I feel like I was like on, on drugs or something. I mean, I was on drugs, but it's like I drop drugs, but not like drug drugs. You know what I mean? And that was really bad. And then I it got better like a month into it, and I spent like a lot of money. Like each consultation was like fifty five dollars, and the medication was like. Forty dollars, uh, both of them around forty dollars. So like, imagine that. And the two medication lasts for like a week, I think. 
because there's no preservative, so it only can last a week. So I have to buy it again. I think I bought it like at least twice in total, and then I got another eye drop that has preservative, and that was way better. I do not have to like. I can finally, I can finally sleep. That I can say, I can finally sleep. Ah, oh, it was so painful, uh, physically and mentally, because I didn't get enough sleep, and the eye hurt so bad. Was, after the fact, like the eye didn't hurt that bad. It was the it was the medication that was making my eye hurt. So I have to put I have to buy eye drops too, like the preservative eye drops, the vial, the the those that come in boxes and like have like dirty vials or something. Yeah, that was the the disposable one. I feel bad for the environment, but like I have to I have to use it and and to prevent like bacteria, I have to use it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry earth. I'm sorry mother earth. I'm sorry. I let you down. And I was like vegan for like 5 years too and then i wasn't vegan because like after after this like tra- traumatic experience i went to a bangkok trip for the first time with my friend and like i'm too lazy to find vegan food and yeah i did google vegan food before the trip and it's all like western food it's not like thai food and the thai vegan food was so far away from a lot of things so far away from the 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 downtown and i live near downtown the the accommodation that we picked was near downtown and yeah everything was so far away and we tried to go like to the chatu chat the 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 that 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 people call it a cult or whatever whatever the vegetarian society or whatever right but yeah, we didn't have time to do that. We're so tired. We just ate at Chatu Chak, and I was so like over over finding vegan or vegetarian food. I just like be, but now I'm like flexitarian. I I eat vegan food like ninety percent of the time. So I'm I'm good with my my heart with the animals and the environment. I'm good. I'm good. You know, even though I don't really recycle because I'm still confused with like the recycling methods in Singapore they don't re- you know I've been googling how to recycle stuff for like years for like there's like different because like every country does it different like initially I remember googling this initially Singapore have like when when they recycle it's like uh, uh, all, like you don't need to separate things to recycle but like there's not much information so I do not dare to recycle so it's like a waste of my time I feel if I do that and it probably like and people been recycling wrong as you can see from like for example if you go to 3 on 3 Somerset or or like uh, J-Cube or, or is it Gem? Gem right? they have those like recycling bins where they put like um, plastic waste paper can and general waste i typically put in general waste because if i buy if i buy drinks like those like bubble tea drinks or whatever like how am i supposed to wash the cup i'm not washing the cup and i'm 
like zoom zoom on my way i'm busy i'm zoom zooming walking as the gays walk really fast like i don't want to go to the toilet and stink stinkify my nose so and yeah so i typically put it in general ways and but you can see that people typically put it into plastic ways and it pollutes the entire so-called recycling bin of the plastic because you're not supposed to put uh, uh, food waste in with the plastic recyclables right from what I know from YouTube and those kind of knowledge and then now suddenly Singapore has a different recycling method and oh yeah I didn't go through what recycling methods they have so typically in the past they say from what I go- remembered googling was that they recycle as a whole so it, when when you put everything into the trash they will just separate it out but I don't know if it's manually I think it's manually like separated out for you uh it, when when they reach the the, the 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 let's call it the waste headquarters the waste HQ the rubbish HQ the sorting out of waste right they say it's like a it's like a it's like a together thing so you don't don't need to separate recyclables but now suddenly suddenly in 2022 or 2023 um, you have to they are trying to implement like recycling but there's still not enough information on how to recycle they suddenly like suddenly they now they not suddenly but like now they say that you have to wash your items before throwing the recyclables into the recycling bins they should have stated that from their start and now people all everybody's like recyclable no recycling knowledge yes recycling knowledge of recycling and recyclables are so messed up i am just as confused even reading from like those official websites there's not uh, enough videos there they should make they should use the money to 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 make a short simple videos good faq website uh for uh web page on their website on how to recycle things whether this is this recycling way is wrong or right whether you should wash it you should rinse it you should whatever before you throw your things into the recycling bin and now they have the recycle box for you but uh my mom did 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 uh collect that recycle box the blue box thing but we haven't even used it once I haven't even opened it. It's still flat. It's not a box. It's just, it's just thing. It's just a flat thing, flat plane kind of thing. Flat. Uh, I don't know what material, kind of thing. It's not a box yet. Yeah, it's kind of annoying me, but yeah, I hope somebody like change the way we recycle. Hopefully, fast and get out the information as fast as possible like i don't go to school anymore like as in like primary school secondary school so i hope they're teaching them there as well as the public that don't go to school anymore or like go to tertiary education and you won't get those information at all so i hope that they do that 
like at least put it in like advertisements or something how to recycle rather than just put it on your website and like hope for the best oh yeah oh getting back to like yeah the bubble cost yes i graduated with a uk certified accredited degree uh, for barbering uh, cosmetology i don't know fucking i don't fucking know cosmetology department for barbering and i i am recently a month and a half in a month and two weeks or two weeks in my uh, barber apprenticeship that i found myself for myself and yeah they did give me allowance and i heard from my other friend that like tattoo apprenticeship in singapore they don't even give you allowance so i guess i'm thankful for that and i don't know i feel like i keep having doubts about myself whether i can like succeed because like it's a totally different method of 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 cutting hair they mostly use um clipper over comb but in like a weird way that you can't find on youtube because like on youtube your clipper over comb is typically horizontal like you hold your comb horizontally to remove like the bulky side of the hair but this one is like so so different the main goal is to make the the client's hair straight up i mean they can do the round round one but mainly straight up like vertically like 90 degrees to to the sky to the ground like perpendicular angle yeah which is so different because like i i i pre like i like that like kind of like a bit of mushroom look as in like like uh like a bit of like a triangular you know like at an angle where you're where it's like your face and then when you go upwards, it's like it's like at at an angle out outwards, like just a little bit, like, but it's still straight, you know. I I don't mind that, but I guess a lot of people care about how straight their hair looks on their head, like how vertical. I've seen yesterday. That's one client that I I was shadowing a a, a colleague of mine, and like the guy was so insistent on their their hair being not straight and so she have to fix it because like she's an experienced barber and the hair is always straight in my eyes it looks straight sorry there's a plane again yeah so i have my doubts on like how i hold the comb and and such which is like bothering me quite a fair bit for a month because like i don't really have time to practice so i normally like just call like just like put put up and put up a post on carousel so hopefully there's more hair models for me to practice on which is great i so far has have like a couple and i i cut one of my friends before like the first time as my hair model my first hair model is is a online friend i guess it's not like a friend friend i don't really know him yeah it's like a friend of a friend and then subsequently it's all carousel hair models that i find on carousel which is great i think i did improve but most of the hair textures were weren't chinese so it's not like this super straight so i don't know 
whether I'm doing it correctly and such. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. And I think the thing that I gotta get used to is the six days, six day workday. Like I am okay with working on weekends. I'm sorry, I burped. I'm okay with working on weekends, but like six days a week is kind of demanding. Which I then think through, and I resign the contract. I only can get out of this contract after a year, or I have to pay like three thousand something to get out of this contract thing. But I don't know. I I I kind of want to be a barber still. I don't want to work in an office job, even though I am perfectly capable of doing office job. Because I have a diploma in hospitality and tourism management, so I have the 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 the, the skills um, to do marketing, uh, accounting, a bit of accounting. I have a pretty good economics, economy, economic, economics. Uh, kind of weird. Um, and yeah, I did pretty good. Hence, I can go to university because of the GPA, kind of. And then my, G- I also have a degree, which people just care about where you got the degree, and it's from a local university. So my degree is definitely like on paper is real good. So I definitely could have found any job. Even though finding job is so hard right now, my friends, um, also have like have had a hard time finding like. More like office kind of jobs. Typically, like those office jobs that they found, were like not like uh let's uh uh business, like I mean it is a business. A company is a business, but like not like financial kind of like uh like a business B two B like or B two C kind of like business, but it's more like it's more like translation jobs. Like working for translation agency, working for media agency. Yeah, it's all like very, how unique? No, special. Like, like just different from the norms, from people who um, took a business degree. Uh, or yeah, from private or local business degree. They typically go for like more of like the marketing, advertising, finance kind of jobs. Well, my my peers from linguistics, really taking a different route, but still office nonetheless. Um. Yeah, I'm. You know what? At the end of the day, I got something to fall on, which is my degree, which I don't think a lot of people can. A lot of babas can say that. But like, I just want to cut hair. I just want to do my best. Um, my initially my goal of being the being a barber was to make it a safe space for queer people to step into a barber shop. Um, yeah, I did Google my the barber shop that I'm currently in. Like, you have to put LGBTQ friendly. On on Google, like Google Maps on your own, 
like the the shop owner have to put LGBTQ friendly on their own accord. Yes, they did do that, but like I have not seen any queer clients thus far. No queer clients or it's all like cis straight men. And yeah, I am I am I am trans. By the way, I am a trans guy. Yeah. So that was my goal because like I had a hard time going to barber shop, going to barber shops because like we have like, like even speaking to my other trans friends, like we have this like anxiety going into barber shops like oh we're gonna get clocked, we're gonna get clocked we're gonna get like assaulted or something I don't know it's the weirdest worst fears, and weirdest worst fears. Like we're gonna get clocked. We're gonna like seen as not like seen as not like the other guys. We're gonna seen as like whatever. Uh, like is a danger. Like it feels dangerous. It feels like we're in danger. That kind of feeling. Yeah, I just wanted to make I. Uh, I. I wanted to go to another barber shop to be an apprentice, but like I didn't have the courage to go there. <sighs> you know what? It is what it is. Next time, if I have enough money, I'm going to open a barber shop. That is my goal, and then make it super queer friendly. Like my aspiration, like current aspiration, of like was la barber in Germany, la barber. Barber like L A Barber, Germany. That is like a super queer friendly shop. They have lesbians. They have like trans people. They have everybody, getting their haircut there, and then the really close like, Southeast Asian queer barber shop that I know of is um, Barbero. Is it? Let me Barbero, or Barber. Let me Google uh, barber shop. It's called no 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 no. They have a mermaid. They have a mermaid uh, icon. Fr- really really cute. Philippines. It's called Barbiero Barbershop. So it's B A R B I E R R O Barbershop. Really cute. I follow them. Love it. I love their. They have like drag queens, drag queen events. And like, it's pretty cool. I, like, that's my goal is to be like them. Like, those two shops. Make a queer friendly space. People are okay to go in, like don't discriminate and such. Anyway, I think this is it for today. I have to figure out how to upload this online. Um, yeah, and I think I'm gonna give you two favorite current songs that I'm obsessed with right now. Is Troy Sivan, of course, the whole album, but like. One of your girls, bitch, that music video though, like Ross Lynch, and Troy Sivan in drag, 
bitch, my bisexual ass is going crazy. And next song is a Thai Thai song by Bukin. Bukin uh just released a song called Daily Magic. I love the visuals. I love the outfits. It's everything is very pop of colors. Very it's like a it's toy. It's giving toy core. It's giving nineties. Yes, a fun song. Yep, thing. That's it. Thank you for listening to. I guess my name is. The name of the podcast is Potlog. Potlog, with Jacob, and goodbye. Hopefully, you'll listen to me soon.